Welcome to the first ever um, Daddy's Corner. <laughs> it's uh, me, Daddy Zan, aka Zandra, all by my lonesome, here on Podcaster's Guide to the Void, Daddy's Corner Edition. A maybe new uh, series for when our scheduling uh, conflicts arise here across the void. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Carl Casey at White Bat Audio for this sick-ass fucking song. And, um, yeah, I didn't have any plans for today, uh, podcast-wise, that were just for me. But I guess I will largely stick with um, our normal format? I don't know. So... That being said, I guess it's time for the weekly (laughs) check-in. So, my week has been kind of a disaster, honestly. Um, Every day at work, something goes wrong, I swear. Like, either people are over an hour and a half late, they're calling out, or quitting unexpectedly because of personal life stuff. And then, let's see. Oh, last night I worked like 4 to 12. And then I got home around 1 in the morning, was home for about 20 minutes before the overnight person texted me and was like, hey, are you still up? I was just like, yeah, are you okay? And they said that a family member had been in an accident and they had to leave. (laughs) So I had to go back in. And I'm so dead ass tired today um yeah that's most most of what my week has been is work um still trying to kick this sinus infection finally got antibiotics for it though and um really just trying to like figure out the balance of my life without losing my mind this time because should be stressful life is hard like (laughs) Um, like I have it pretty good if you were to like compare me to some other people, but then, you know, you compare me to like fucking Bill Gates and then I don't have it pretty good. So I don't know why I brought that up. I'm so tired. It perspective does matter. And it's like, I'm grateful for the shit that I do have. Like it's lit that I have a roof over my head, and, like, a semi-comfortable bed to sleep on. Because some people don't have that. Like, I'm very grateful. But, like, I'm not grateful for feeling like I have to give up my entire life to work just to be able to afford things that get me to work, like a new car, or the gas to go in that car, or the oil to also go in that car, and maintenance on that car. Just to go to work, because I don't have time or energy to do other things outside of work, because I'm putting in 35 plus hours a week in fast food, which if you've ever worked fast food, you know that like, if you're one of the competent people, you're doing the work of like four people as one singular person. So that I'm not grateful for that. I think that's stupid. Um, but yeah, other than work, 
My week's been fine. I haven't really been able to do much because I didn't get my antibiotics until Thursday. And today is Sunday. It's come Sunday. Uh, (laughs) Today is Sunday. And yeah, I'm feeling better, but I just have, after having to also work, I was still pretty tired and haven't really been doing much cleaning or anything, unfortunately. Probably will be able to do some coming up, which will be really nice for my brain. That'll make me feel like I'm actually, you know, being a person once again. Um, And hopefully this week I'll actually have the energy for Out Loud Knocks as well. Because I did not go last week. Because I went back to bed after I went and got my medicine. That's how shitty I've been feeling, guys. I kind of downplay it for the show, but I have been sick for over a month. And it's not fun. Um, I do have a nice little peppermint mocha cold brew with me today, which is another thing I'm grateful for. I guess today's segment's gonna be shit I'm grateful for. (laughs) No, it's not. I don't know. I think I'm just gonna kind of ramble and see what happens. You know, that can be fun. Maybe no one will listen to this. Maybe this will be a garbage episode. Who knows? But, uh, excuse me. (coughs) The guys are having their own trials. Um, JP was going to be on this episode with me, but uh, some things that he'll probably talk about next week have occurred today. Um, Slight emergency, not like life or death, just like, you know, vehicles breaking down and shit, as they do. Fucking cars are like the worst goddamn invention. Why did we give up on steam engines so early gas is stupid oil is stupid steam power incredible why did we go away from that i will never get over it anyway (laughs) not the point um jp is currently trying to uh fix a vehicle and uh i don't know what the fuck dj's doing he's probably partying for his birthday or something or doing grown man things maybe dog sitting i'm not sure but uh he was busy tonight until the time that i have plans tonight so that's lit um i do have plans tonight i have plans to be social oh my fucking god because i never leave my house unless it's to go grocery shopping or to go to work um but we're celebrating a friend's birthday Although, belatedly, it is a long overdue uh, celebration. We were originally planning to um, go to Nashville this weekend. But that just didn't work out with, um, like, money and time. You know, the things that keep adults from doing what they really want to do in general has also affected my friend's birthday, unfortunately. So we're like trying to do a little low-key hangout at our other friend's place. Apparently there's gonna be food. I hope it's food I can eat. Um, Not vegan food, because I'm not vegan, but uh, hopefully there's like a chicken option. I'll be really into that. Uh, (laughs) 
I hope the guys are listening to this when it comes out. And I hope they enjoy that uh, little tidbit. But um, let's see. Yeah, that's what I'm doing later. Um, going to try to snag a bottle of Malibu for my friend because they like Malibu. And I think that's disgusting, but I support them in their decisions. So I don't think it's disgusting they drink Malibu. I think Malibu is disgusting. Um, <laughs> this is so weird to do alone. What should I talk about? Hmm. I was watching this uh, one YouTuber talk about this, like, horrifying murder that happened in their hometown back in, like, 2009. And it has stuck with me this entire week. I don't remember what night I watched the video, but there's, like, details about the case that keep just, like, popping up in my head at random parts of the day. And this is why I don't watch true crime. (laughs) That isn't, like, a mystery. Like, I can't do the brutal murders and stuff because it makes me lose faith and hope and any goodwill I have towards the rest of humanity. Um, Because, unfortunately, it was a child victim and... I don't want to share the details and I don't want to like give the name of the victim, but it was just like heart wrenching. I like, I was stupid and I looked up more details of the case because the YouTuber was specifically being vague so as not to like be disrespectful or anything towards the family. And they were doing it with like the family's permission making the video. But my curious little fucking brain needed to know more so I looked it up and like immediately lost it because of how terrible it was so I don't want to curse anyone else with that knowledge so it stops here no more details but it's just like I'm really struggling right now with how shitty people are to each other and how shitty people are towards like kids and animals and like people who don't necessarily have like an equal way of protecting themselves towards like the antagonistic force of any given like adult person or like government bodies or like uh what's the word I'm looking for organizations like whatever the opposite of PETA would be like a organization looking to kill as many animals as possible animals can't protect themselves against that this is stupid um but like shit like that where there's a group or an individual with an unfair advantage an unfair like amount of power and is totally fucking screwing up someone else's shit or some other creature's shit for what what is the gain like how do you think of doing terrible awful goddamn things to a child or to an animal or even another adult who like is weaker than you in any given fashion and you're exploiting that weakness and how you're like 
fucking attacking them. I can't think of words because I'm so tired. Sorry. Um, this would be a great point, like a great conversation if I could function brain-wise. Um, I just don't understand how someone comes to that decision and is like, yeah, that's a great fucking idea. Let me do that. Like, what? And I have, <laughs> it's funny because I have a bachelor's in psychology, but it's like the whole time I was getting my bachelor's in psychology, I was left with more questions than answers because it's not, that kind of is like the pursuit of science. It's like you're trying to learn more about the world and that will almost always leave you with more questions than answers. And it's like that endless curiosity, that endless drive to know and understand more. But it's like when it comes to brutality, I don't understand how someone is driven to like even just stab someone. Like I've had really dark thoughts before of... um harming someone who was an abuser to me for a very long amount of time and even remembering those thoughts like I can't connect with that I can't connect with that mindset anymore and I don't even know that I could at the time I think I was just like driven to some sort of breaking point and that's what I want to understand is like, is it a breaking point or is there something I'm just missing? Because how the fuck can you just like harm a child or an animal or another adult or any other being just for shits and giggles? I don't get it. How does that, how, I don't know. That's been on my mind a lot this week also. I'll be at work and I just fucking remember details of that case and I'm like, oh my fucking God. So it's like on top of the stress of like trying to keep my shifts from burning down, I'm thinking about this fucking murder and I did it to myself because I can't not look into things, but uh, it's not great. <laughs> Mental health, not great this week, guys. Um, But you know, what's new? When is my mental health great? That's a rarity. Um, it's not as bad as it was, I will say. Like, a couple days ago, I was really feeling like a little, like I was losing my mind, like legitimately. Like something I have felt before over the years, like when you're being gaslit a lot, kind of feels like that. If you've ever been gaslit and you can relate to that, maybe you can't. I don't know. But, uh, it is cold in here. Like, I'm starting to shiver. So if I sound fungy, it's because I'm, I'm a little chilly. But, uh, anyway. What the fuck was I talking about? I literally interrupted myself. Oh, God. This is a disaster. Let me think. Um, it's talking about my mental health this week. Um, I legitimately was like... I I thought I was going to have to, like, leave work or something or just, like, tell one of my coworkers or employees. I don't know. Being night manager is weird, and I don't know what to call other people. 
Because I'm not like the store manager, so do I get to call them my employees or are they still my coworkers? Anyway, thinking about having to tell someone else I was working with, like, I just need to fucking, like, not be here for 10 minutes. So I will be right back. But uh, I did not end up doing that because I had too much to do, like, on every single shift this week. Like, I don't even get to piss, bro. Can't eat, can't pee. I'm just fucking working the whole time. Sucks. Um, I did get to talk to the store manager about um, coming up with some ways to, like, try to make shit better, get everyone on all the shifts on the same page about what shit needs to be done when instead of them trying to do random tasks that don't need to be done at that moment. So, like, they're trying to clean the glass when, like, the bane needs to be stocked. The bane being stocked is way more important than the glass being cleaned. Yes, the glass needs to be cleaned, but after you stock the bane, you know? Stuff like that. And um, so hopefully work will start to get a little bit better. So then my mental health will be even better. And if I do start to feel like I'm losing my mind again on shift, I can take that 10 minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, mental health, rocky at best, but uh, it's okay. I'm feeling better right now than I have for most of today. And I think it's, I think we're on the up and up from here, which is good to know. Good to, not good to know, good to feel. Because it's been a rough one. But uh, let's see. I'm still watching Breaking Bad. Um, No one told me that fucking Walter tries to like assault his wife in the first season, in the first episode of season two. So that was a shock at like 2 a.m. while I was eating dinner after work. <laughs> um, almost had to stop eating because I was just like, oh, God, how far is this going to go? It doesn't go very far, but it's still like, I, did you have to do that? Did this have to be in the show? Did we need this scene? What did it do for us other than maybe shatter any sort of, like, I don't know. I feel like you're supposed to f think Walter is like this good upstanding dude that's just trying to make meth for his family or whatever. But uh <laughs> I think like that scene is supposed to shatter that a little bit, but I don't think that was necessary. I don't know. Like that whole the whole transition from season one to season two is very odd, but uh, I'm not turned off from the show yet. I'm still watching it very slowly because, as I've said before, I'm not the biggest drama uh, show enjoyer. I'm much more of like comedy-leaning or... If it's dramatic, it al I also need it to be funny to keep me, like, from getting really anxious about it. Like, uh, The Good Place. Very dramatic. Also hilarious in, like, sitcom-y. So it's, it's not an easy watch, or at least not the first time. Like, it, you do, like, 
come face to face with some like hard truths or some like tough ideas that it's like is should it be that way is this like it might challenge your beliefs a little bit is what i'm getting at but um it's still very enjoyable because it's funny or it's also enjoyable for me because i just really love philosophy and thinking about tough things that are tough to think about (laughs) i sound so uneducated right now (laughs) but it's fine i know i'm smart that's all that matters um I'm sorry about the mouth sounds from drinking my fucking peppermint mocha cold brew. But, um, it's keeping me awake. I've had, like, three hours of sleep, um, since yesterday. Or whatever. I worked 12 hours and then slept for three hours and then I did laundry and took a shower. So, that's how today has been after work, so... I was talking about Breaking Bad. Oh, I was talking about how I don't really like drama shows unless it's got comedy in it. So, like, I love BoJack Horseman. Very dramatic show. Also very funny. I need, like, that comedic balance or I end up watching it very slowly. Like, I did the same thing with Desperate Housewives. Although, in Desperate Housewives, there is a lot of comedic relief. So I watched it, like, a little bit faster than I'm getting through Breaking Bad. But I still had to take a lot of breaks because it was just too much. It's also a fucking crazy-ass show. Um, I don't think I'd watch it again, except for, like, maybe specific bits or specific scenes and episodes that I thought were really funny. Or for the Kyle MacLachlan fucking (laughs) seasons. Because I love him, and I love Twin Peaks, and... There's a, I like to believe there's a Twin Peaks reference in a scene where they're eating cherry pie. And if you know what I'm talking about, then you know. But it may not be cherry pie, but it looks like cherry pie to me. So I'm going to say it's cherry pie. Um, but yeah. I don't know. What else should I talk about? Hmm. Talk about the kind of shit I watch on YouTube. I've been really getting into um, Call Me Chris, a.k.a. Chris Collins. Um, She's very funny. Very funny creator. Been watching a lot of her videos while I've been trying to not succumb to this sinus infection any more than I already have. Um, So I've been watching that. A lot of Game Grumps. Because I tend to watch that when I'm sick. Um, If you don't know who the Game Grumps are, um, they're two uh, grumpy gamers. (laughs) No. But um, they are involved with two of my favorite comedy bands. One of them started Ninja Sex Party way before they were part of Game Grumps. And then they went on to do Starbomb together after they met. So... If you're ever looking for some comedy music, highly recommend Ninja Sex Party and or Starbomb. And also listen to TWRP while you're at it, because those are all three great bands. I actually got to see Ninja Sex Party when I was like 17 at the uh, Marathon Music Works in Nashville. 
And I swear to God, I was the only person in the audience excited for the fucking show. Like, I was, like, bouncing around and dancing and shit, which it was, like, standing room, like, we weren't, like, at seats or anything. Like, I was, like, on the floor of a small venue. Like, it was, like, going to the mill and mine or something if you're from Knoxville. Like, no seats. It's just floor. And you stand somewhere. And I was, like, dancing around and stuff. I was not hitting anybody. I was not, like, flailing or anything. And when I would, like, take a little break because I was going kind of hard, I'd look around and, like, no one else was even dancing. And it was crazy. I was just like, what's going on here? (laughs) Like, why did you pay to be here if you're not having fun? I don't get it. Like, how do you go to a concert and not at least, like, sway or something? Like, they were just, like, standing totally still and like some of them were like kind of glaring at me and I'm just like I know I didn't hit them like I know I did not hit them because they were too far away from me like uh I had gone with some friends so I had like this little bubble around me where it was like my friends and then surrounding people and I'd make eye contact with some of them they're just like fucking stank facing me and shit just standing there and I'm just like what the fuck and that still sticks with me like every time I go to a concert now I'm just like I just think about that ninja sex party concert I'm like that was so fucking bizarre like it almost makes me wonder if there was like some sort of secret challenge I didn't know about that was posted to like social media or something because like sometimes artists will do that like how some musical artists will post to their Instagram stories like this show's theme is fucking rainbow so show up in rainbow gear something like that but instead like don't fucking dance at our show or something I don't fucking know probably not but uh just spitballing trying to uh fucking figure out what that was about cause like it was so weird so strange and uh it still sticks with me. Uh, clearly, it still bothers me <laughs> to this day. That was fucking... How long ago? So, I can't math right now. Uh, six or seven years ago, maybe? I don't know. Too tired Too tired to do that math. But uh, it still sticks with me, I guess. But uh, that whole tour was problematic. Um, I think that's the tour that got Danny to stop going out in the crowd when he was singing because people were being super inappropriate and grabbing him. So that's unfortunate. And, um, I think that's the same tour they stopped letting fans throw clothing on stage as well because that was getting out of hand. Maybe they've started doing it again, but at the time... They did a pause. I remember reading about it, and I was just like, y'all can't... Y'all don't know how to act at these shows, huh? But I that's honestly something I've noticed over time, is that less and less people seem to be aware of concert etiquette. Like, when I saw Orville Peck at the Mill and Mine, uh, maybe like... I'm probably about to say like five months ago, it... 
I have no idea when that show was. I think it was in the middle of summer. That's all I remember. But uh, people were literally leaving trash all over the floor of the mill and mine, first of all. Second, um, people were packed too close together. Like, uh, I was not that close to the stage. I was kind of like middle of the crowd, not like where you want to be to get close to the stage, but like not too far away to where you can't see anything unless you're like shorter than, I don't know, five, five, six. If you're shorter than five, six, you're probably going to struggle in the area I was in. That's the best way I know how to explain it. But, uh. There were still people, like, trying to, like, push past and fucking, like, falling into me and shit. People acting a fool. Like, in the middle of the concert, like, having really loud, obnoxious conversations and, like, fucking around with their drinks. I got a little bit of someone's drink spilled on me because they were trying to, like, pour it into their friend's mouth from their mouth. It's like... If you want to do that shit, go outside. Like, it's that small of a venue to where that is, like, what they should have done. Because clearly you're not paying attention to the concert. So, go outside, please. Um, like, uh, when JP and I were that... Ugh, JP and I were at that Breaking Benjamin concert. Everyone was fucking great there. Which, of course... Metalheads, pretty solid people to go to a concert with most of the time. I'm not saying that's a fucking role. Sometimes metalheads fucking suck. Sometimes. But um, most of the time they know what's up. They know how to act right. I think it's because all the aggression comes out in the mosh pit. <laughs> no, but uh, like none of those issues, which granted... That was in, like, an auditorium, so there are seats and stuff. But even when, like, I got up to go with the friend I went with, because um, she wanted to go get a drink, people were being fine there, too. Like, it was, like, normal, like, people not really knowing where to go, trying to figure out where to go, but they were being, like, really chill about it and not being too pushy or too, like, boisterous. Like, everyone was just trying to, like, keep up with their people and not block people's way. And it was nice. And I just don't get it. Maybe it's just a smaller venue thing. I don't know. But I don't think it's that either, because when I was a kid and my mom was dating this guy that was in... Um, a couple different, like, small, small local bands, which they were good bands, but they were, like, not very well known. But, uh, I like little Battle of the Bands things or, um, local bar shows or something. I'd be hanging out at those, like, at 10 years old. They were acting a lot better than the people at the fucking Mill and Mine were at that Orville Peck concert. Or the people at that ninja sex party concert I was talking about. So, I don't know. I don't get it. And I think that needs to be, like, a TikTok trend or something. Because how are you going through life not knowing how to act at a public concert? 
or any sort of public event that would be like a concert, like um, a speech or fucking hmm, like a meet and greet for somebody or whatever. I can't think of things. But even like, like a stand-up show, like hecklers, there's a rise in hecklers like being too aggressive, too boisterous, etc. And it's like, I see a lot of stand-up comedians on social media like talking about it and being like, it wasn't this way like a couple years ago. Like it's definitely getting worse. Or at least at their shows it is, which it's probably just getting worse in general. But like... How how do you go through life just not understanding how to act in a public place? Like, that also doesn't make sense to me. So, maybe that should be a TikTok trend. The next hit trend. Learning how to act in a public setting. Because, like... It honestly kind of goes hand in hand with those stupid fucking prank videos where people are pranking um like Walmart employees or fast food drive through employees in ways that are like I know it's actively making that person shift worse cause it's like maybe it's like getting that person dirty cause like they fucking spilled the food because of whatever the prank was like scaring someone in the drive through or um they're just this, um, I saw, well, I watched a reaction to this type of content. I didn't actually engage with the content because why would I do that? When I can just watch someone react to it and be like, yeah, that's stupid. Oh. But it was um, this like group of 20, like mid to late 20 year olds, not like early 20s. Like one of them was literally pushing 30 and they were trying to like, see how long each of them could stay in Walmart without getting thrown out and or being noticed by uh employees or something and they were doing like these hourly challenges and just bothering people trying to shop like trying to get them to call them by like weird names that aren't actually names but like something inappropriate um building toilet paper forts and hiding in it and other shit and it's just like you're you are making not only are you bothering customers and pissing them off to where they're gonna go complain to employees and managers which is one way you're making the employees jobs harder but you're also causing them to have to do even more recovery Once the store is closed, which if you don't know what recovery is in retail, it's where you fix the product back up, make sure it's uh, rotated properly, like, make sure it's in the right spot, that it's tagged correctly, all of that. Like, most Walmarts have a hard enough time. Well, not me trying to fucking defend Walmart right now, but, like, a lot of the Walmarts in my area seem to have a hard time keeping up with recovery in general, and I don't know if that's a staffing issue or, like, a fucking customer issue because customers don't know how to act in the store. Maybe a mix of both. 
I'm not sure what's going on there. But like every fucking Walmart in my area is already a goddamn mess and I can't find the shit I need. So like if you could stop doing videos like that, that'd be sick. Cause like everyone, everyone who buys their own toilet paper has a very specific toilet paper they like. And if you tell me you don't, you don't know yet. You haven't found it. So it's like, I know if I were to go to Walmart to buy toilet paper and I couldn't find the toilet paper I need because someone decided to put it at the bottom of a fucking fort on the other side of the store, I'd be pretty fucking pissed. Like, if I ended up, like, over by the fucking bicycles, which, why does Walmart still have those racks of bicycles? Do people go to Walmart to buy a bicycle anymore? Because, like, I'd probably just get it online or from, like, Dick's Sporting Goods or something if they even sell bikes. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, who's going to Walmart to buy a bike? I don't know. It's just, it's weird to me. I always see people, like, trying to ride it in the store and then leaving it without putting it back. That's the only time I see people interacting with those bikes. Anyway, say I mosey on over there. Already pissed off because Walmart seems to be out of my toilet paper. And then I see a fucking toilet paper fort with what I need at the bottom of it. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be mad for the employees because capitalism sucks and having to clean up after shitty people sucks. And I'm going to be mad that... um. I have to, like, dig out some toilet paper from the bottom of this goddamn fort. Like, just have some common courtesy, man, you know? Like, don't do dumb shit at the store. Like, if you're not going to clean it up after, especially. Like, I, I've i done dumb things in a Walmart before. Me and a couple friends went into Walmart specifically to buy Beyblades. We got the Beyblades. We paid for them. We went back into the store. Still had our receipts and everything. Took the Beyblades out of the packages and had a little Beyblade battle in one of the aisles. And employees saw us and didn't care because we weren't causing a lot of ruckus. We were in a not busy aisle. It was like the pillow aisle. Like, I was going down the pillow aisle at 4 p.m. on a Thursday. Nobody. And uh, we could easily get up and move if we needed to. So they didn't care. And we also cleaned up after ourselves. And we had already paid for the product. Like, should we have still done it? No. Do I kind of regret it? Yeah. But it, it was fun. I won't lie. But, like, that's what I mean. If you're going to do dumb shit in a store, at least clean up after yourself. Be responsible about it. Because it's still just as fun. Like, I wouldn't have had more fun if I didn't. If I hadn't have already paid for it, I'd have been a little anxious that I was going to get kicked out if I hadn't already paid for it. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just built different. (laughs) But, uh, that's just crazy to me, man. How do you... Welcome to Daddy's Corner, where Daddy fails to understand, um, humankind. That's based, that's what today's episode has been, um... But yeah, what else do I talk about today? I guess, since we haven't really talked about it yet on the show, I could talk about the whole 
you know, mass genocide of uh, Palestinians and Israelites right now. Um, very much pro-freeing Palestine, of course. People shouldn't be um, fucking... Oh, maybe I shouldn't have brought this up because I can't think of words. Um, people deserve to live um, without fearing for their lives. Without um, being persecuted. You know? Like, I mean like groups of people, not like singular people being persecuted for like being a murderer or something. But like, generally, as like a sect of people. Palestinians deserve to have agency over themselves instead of uh, having to deal with um, Israel's government. You know? I would say the same for any other country that's struggling with this. Like, I know there's conflict in Congo right now. I don't know much about it because I barely have time to take care of myself right now, so forgive me for not being fully informed, but at least I'm aware. You know? Some people aren't even that. But, um, I do try to look at as much of it as I can. It's just, like, I have so many other shit, um, other shit, so many other things I have to do in my day-to-day life that it's just like I feel like I'm barely on my phone anymore even which is kind of a good thing but right now when shit like this needs to be talked about more than ever it's kind of a bad thing like Palestinians and other people facing mass genocide right now in the world are having their voices taken away from them so they need our voices to help amplify theirs and kind of makes me feel bad for not really having the time to invest in that which some people may be like oh that's a cop-out but like I'm literally working so many hours like if I'm not even on my phone to watch like reels and stuff as I normally would be then, like, I'm not on my phone at all. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not picking up my phone first thing in the morning anymore unless it's to turn off my alarms. I'm, like, uh, trying to figure out what I have energy to do for the day. Like, can I take out my room trash today or do I feel like I'm going to barf if I try to stand up right now because I'm ill? So... Like, I'm trying to stay informed, but it's not going very well. Maybe this week I can gather some more information to talk about it, because it really does need to be talked about. It deserves, people deserve to have this talked about. And uh, I just wanted to acknowledge it, because we really haven't talked about it on the show yet. And uh, I don't want to feel like we're totally ignoring it. It's like, yeah... I, we're not built to, like, see people die every day, especially the way they're dying right now. But it's also, like, 
that's what reality is right now and it's not going to stop if we don't acknowledge it and talk about it at the very least so it's a rock and a hard place i guess but um yeah it's just been bouncing around in my head along with that fucking murder case from 2009 it's like and apparently (laughs) a concert etiquette from a concert i went to fucking six or seven years ago like that's that's the mind of uh daddy zan right there guys it's chaotic and holds on to things that some things are really important and some things are concert etiquette at a concert i went to six or seven years ago so oh so tired i i know i've said that a lot this episode um take a shot every time i say i'm so tired um but no what else can i talk about I'm not really ready to sign off yet. Um, hmm. One of my favorite coworkers quit. That was the person I mentioned earlier who suddenly quit. Um, they're kind of going through it right now, which sucks. And I hope they get like the help and support they need. But um, I don't have anyone to show my sick memes to anymore at work because no one else gets it. No one else cares or thinks they're funny. I mean, I'm sure they'd, like, understand if they knew the context, but they already don't know the context, so I don't even want to show them in the first place. It sucks. I hate you losing work friends, because now I don't have a work friend. And pages across the country, so... <sighs> got no work friend. I just go to work and work. No one to talk to. No one to bullshit with. Even just, like, a little bit to take the edge off. You know what I mean? <sighs> totally blows. Um, on the flip side, though, I have been cooking for myself more. Well, not more frequently, but, like, I'm making meals for me at home more than just eating at work or getting fast food, which is nice. Because as much as I love Taco Bell... I don't need to eat it every day. Not that I was eating it every day. Excuse me. But, uh... I was eating it a little too frequently. Like, I feel like twice a week is excessive. And I'm more of like a... Well, I would prefer more of like a once a month, if that type thing. Even that is probably too frequent. But, like... Sometimes you're just too tired, you know? Sometimes, like, your feet hurt too bad. You don't even want to get out of your car. You just, like, even when you get home with said Taco Bell, you don't even want to get out of your car still because your feet hurt so bad. And your back hurts so bad. And your head feels like it's being stabbed. (laughs) Or is that just me? (laughs) No, but, like, I don't know. The world is crazy right now. Life is crazy right now. My friends' lives are crazy right now. It's like, is this just living? Is this why we're on this earth? Is this why I fucking exist? Is to fucking struggle and then die? Is that it? Because that kind of sucks, man. (laughs) 
Not going to lie. That's pretty uh, not cash money. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But you know what I could do about it? Get a tattoo about it. Because I have yet to get my first tattoo, and I am 24. I'm like six years uh, behind. Because you can get it when you're 18, right? Or do you have to be 21? Or is that cigarettes or nicotine? I don't fucking remember anymore. You have to be of a certain age to get a tattoo, and I didn't get my first one when I turned that age, and I still haven't, is basically what I'm saying. But I'm not even sure what I would want to get for my first one. Like, I have a lot of tattoo ideas, but I feel like the first one is, like, extra special, you know? And it's like, what do you... Ugh, what do I do for the very first tattoo? I'm thinking a bat, like a like the animal. Because I love bats. I freaking love bats. They are so cute. Every time I say that to someone, they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And it's like, they're they're so cute. They're little snouts. Especially like vampire bats. They've got the little pig snout. Oh my god, adorable. Or like fruit bats. Kind of look like a little puppy. Like a dog. But it's a bat. And they just have like those big brown eyes. Adorable. I love them. And... I think I just want, like, a bat portrait on one of my arms, maybe. But I don't know. I don't really have the money for that right now because I'm trying to save up for a car. But I could also just, like, get a tattoo about it, you know? <laughs> I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, I also want some more ear piercings. And it's like, do I do it or do I continue to wait until I can be responsible and get this car and get that shit figured out. And then save up more money again to get a tattoo and said piercings. And that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. But it's like kind of lame. You know? Boo. Way to be responsible, dad. <laughs> oh, this is so stupid. <laughs> um, damn. I don't know, man. What do I get for my first tattoo? Um, I've also considered, like, there's this movie called Cigarette Burns. It's a, it's a John Carpenter movie. And it's got Norman Reedus in it, who plays Daryl Dixon on The Walking Dead. Or um, is also in The Boondock Saints, if you know him from that. <coughs> Excuse me. But, uh... I lost my train. Oh! Cigarette Burns. Um, there's this dude in the movie who has, like, these film strip tattoos down his arms. I always thought that was so fucking cool, so I kind of want something like that, too. Um, but then I'm like, do I? I don't know. Because it's like, movies are really significant to me. Like, I do love movies as much as DJ and JP like to joke that I don't watch movies. I do watch movies. I just don't watch the movies they watch. You know, I watch like Sweeney Todd and shit and JP hates musicals, so he's not going to watch Sweeney Todd um, and other fucking films that I can't think of right now. But it's like I do love movies. I love like the process of movies. I love learning more about filmmaking, but um, I've also kind of fallen out with like modern movies 
because they're so uncreative in like the shots, like the actual like film shots. It's just like they have this scene laid out where it's like they've got the backdrop, they've got the actors, they've got whatever the actors are do- doing. During. They've got whatever the actors are doing. Whatever like they're meant to be doing in the scene. And that's, those are the shots. Just from different like plain angles. It's not like even a hanging angle that's overused in horror. I forgot the actual term for it, but it's like where the camera goes on a slant and it's supposed to be spooky. You know what I mean? Um, There's a specific name for that that I can't remember. But it's like, I love really creative shots. Like one of the reasons I love the first Saw movie is because when Amanda is in the reverse bear trap, um, the way they shot that scene is so good. Like, you feel the, like, frantic fear and the adrenaline that she feels or that she would be feeling in that moment because of how they shot the scene. And that is what I love about movies. And when movies don't have that, I kind of lose interest because it's like... Unless it's a really good story, like, I love the Barbie movie. I wouldn't say it has really creative shots, but the story and how it's, like, told visually is still really creative, even if the shots themselves aren't super, like, all over the place and stuff. There's not a lot of fancy camera work, but that's what I love about movies is fancy camera work. Even in TV, there's some TV shows that have busted out some really cool camera shots, and I'm just like, whoa. And I will rewatch the fuck out of that. Like, people just don't utilize cameras enough in media anymore, and it sucks. Because it's like, that's half the fun, in my opinion. Like, when I'm doing photography and shit, I love fucking around with the angles. Or, like, reflections and what I can take this shot through to make it totally different from what it would be. Like, that is part of the fun. And it's like, a lot of modern movies, I'm like, did you even have fun making this? Or was this just for the profit, for the money? For, like, basically you coming in and doing your job and then going home. And it's like... I guess that's kind of why I've fallen out of keeping up with any sort of media that's, like, creative media in, like, uh, written entertainment. It's just, like, are you just, like, basically clocking in for the day, doing whatever you're supposed to do and clocking out, like, the equivalent of that, but in movies and TV and in writing? It's just, like... I find it hard to care anymore. Like, any, like, Tonight shows or whatever, it's just like, why should I care? Because it doesn't seem like people are having fun anymore. Like, this dream of a job, even when it's hard, it should still be, like, fulfilling. Your job should be fulfilling. And maybe that's less on that industry and more just like on capitalism and consumerism and it probably is 
And that's a conversation for another day, but I don't know. It just bothers me. Like, there's so much you can do with a camera to that would honestly probably save money on a lot of set stuff if you're on a tight budget, which is why I saw was so creative with their camera shots in the first place is because they had such a small budget. Um, but it's like, you could spend so much less on a movie and make it so much better if you just cared, you know? Like, not about saving the money, but cared about what you're making, caring about the product and how people are going to, like, receive it and how it's going to affect them and um, stick with them for years. Like, that's why, like, being a fan of someone is so fulfilling, I think. Like, especially, like, older celebrities like Jim Carrey. It's really easy to be a fan of him because, like, you can tell. At least when, like, at least earlier in his career, he loved what he was doing. And I'm sure he still does. But, like, it is so easy to be a fan of someone who clearly enjoys what they're doing. And that will stick with you forever. Like, I could watch movies like The Truman Show and Fun with Dick and Jane and stuff over and over and over again. Because it is endlessly entertaining to watch someone do what they enjoy. But it's like, I don't know. What's one of the last movies I saw? I really enjoyed the Super Mario Brothers movie. But I don't know how watchable it is for me. Because it's definitely fun. Like, the movie itself is fun. But it just doesn't feel passionate, you know? Like, it just doesn't feel like there's a lot of heart there for me. Like, uh, the story is cohesive. And I'm sure the actors had fun doing their roles. And I'm sure the animators had fun with some of the shots. But it's like... Something is just missing there for me, and I can't put my finger on it. But, I don't know. I might just be too tired. I might need to think about it. Maybe we'll revisit that in another future episode of Daddy's Corner. But, uh, my throat's starting to hurt. Um, I think I need to, uh, take some more nasal spray or something been doing like this saline nasal spray to help with this sinus infection so i think i need to do that and maybe go get some more rest and then i don't know call it a day um certainly gonna call it on this episode unfortunately although it has been fun and very weird for me but uh i definitely enjoyed it i hope you listening enjoyed it and i hope you have a great ass day and once again thank you carl casey at white bed audio for this sick ass song that i found and yeah see you next week maybe with the boys hopefully with the boys and uh have a great ass day 
a great ass week, a great ass month, and a great ass year.